The Holidays A time to celebrate with friends, with family. A time to look back on a year that was. And a hope for a new beginning. So we invite you to join the superstars of the Michigan Wrestling Organization for its own holiday tradition. The Slams. The Action. The Unpredictability. Join us as we bring to you our holiday tradition. As the Michigan Wrestling Organization presents Christmas Clash, and you can see it live Saturday, December the 11th, beginning at 6.05 p.m., exclusively on Orion Neighborhood Television. The following is a close to the heart presentation as a part of the Jackal Creations Podcast Network and is rated PG-14. Some material and dialogue may not be suitable for members of the family under 14 years of age. I'm Jason Klaus, and over the course of my life I have done a lot of different things worn a lot of different hats, but this may be my greatest endeavor yet. This is my show, and on here we will talk about a variety of topics, from sports, to entertainment, to real life, and how we can make a difference for ourselves and for those in and around our lives. I may go on rants, I may go on sidebars. But it all comes from the heart. Welcome to the Close to the Heart Podcast, the flagship show of the Jackal Creations Podcast Network, powered by Anchor.fm. Hey everybody, I'm Jason Klaus, and you're listening to the Klaus of the Heart Podcast, the flagship show of the Jackal Creations Podcast Network, powered by Anchor.fm. Certainly appreciate you tuning in this week, and I'm running solo again, full disclosure, right out of the gate, because, well, as life happens, uh, Nikki Falsoni and I were unable to get on one one page in terms of our scheduling, so we were not able to... Um, record anything this week. Um, it. I mean, we can have the best laid plans, but it takes one wrench in the works, and the whole thing just just goes to the wayside, right? So, um, you get me by myself this week, and uh, I wasn't really sure where I was going to go with this week because, um, as this drops, we're two days away from the Thanksgiving holiday, and you know. We spent a, a tremendous amount of time, just about all of the hour that I had um, over on ONTV this past Friday night with my good friend Quadell Edwards. If you haven't checked that out, it is available on demand through YouTube. You can uh, the link is on the Klaus to the Heart Facebook page. It is all. You can also go to ONTV's YouTube channel at Orion ONTV and. Um, 
it out. It's a very, it was a very good episode. I, I came away from that feeling very good about that show because uh, me and him, that hour just flew by. Like the first segment, like I tried to break it up somewhat evenly. You know, thirty minutes one segment break, thirty minutes another segment. Well, a, a little bit less than half an hour for the second break, or the second segment, I guess I should say. Um, but man, oh man, I I looked down and we we were like twenty minutes to to seven there, and I was like, oh, we got to go to break. <laughs> That's when you know you've done a good show. Um, now, again, I I wasn't re- really sure what I wanted to tackle this week. Because I knew I wanted something, something light, lighter, I guess, for the lack of a better term. Um, you know, in in terms of the holiday and 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 things of that nature. And I and I will get to that here in in a little bit. Uh, but before I did, um, I want I want to talk about something here. And if you were in Lapeer at the Pix Theater on uh, on the 12th you heard me talk about a variety of things but it was all under the umbrella of the five daily reminders that we can tell ourselves um, that can kind of change our mood it can change our outlook for the better because you know you've heard me say a thousand times there's just so much going on in the world around us that sometimes we get wrapped up in the here and now we don't look at the, uh, the the big picture, as it were. We don't take the time to really focus on the more positive aspects of life. Because, by and large, when you go on any realm of media, social media, television, radio, what, whatever the case may be, you see, you know, the dominating headlines, the dominating clickbaits is generally... A story or or a topic that is not what I would call overwhelmingly positive. In fact, as I as I talked about at the picks, it seems like in this day and age that there is a lot more emphasis on the negativity, because. As the saying goes, controversy creates cash. Controversy creates some sort of n- notoriety. And there's so much focus on that. And uh, I refuse to live my life that way. I, I, refuse, I refuse to just sit there and accept that the world that we live in is as dire as it is. It's very easy to fall into that trap. Um, and I also realize that I am a hopeless optimistic. I, I realize that a, l- a lot of the ways that I go about life does not resonate with, with a lot of you. I'm a dreamer. I'm, you know, this is unrealistic. This, you know, the whole nine yards. I don't necessarily feel that way. I choose to look for the good. I choose to focus on the positive. I choose to be a champion for those people who are desperately trying to make a positive difference in in their worlds and the world around them, the people around them, whether they know them or not. Uh, A few days ago, I... um, 
I had sent a message to a friend of mine that I had not talked to in quite some time, hadn't heard from in a while, just kind of check in, see how things were going. Um, a co-worker of mine, a union sister, as it were, um, because I know that she and her family had been going through some stuff. Uh, they had been, um, you know, like er earlier in the year, I mean, the whole family just about was you know, knocked right down to their knees. All of them were sick with COVID and, and all of this other stuff. And, um, you know, there's other s situations going on that I'm not going to delve into. That's not my place. But, uh, you know, she and her family were, were on my mind. So I reached out just to see how things were going. And over the course of a conversation, um, through text messaging, um, she sent me something that, like, I sat, I mean, I read it, and I had to read it, like, three or four times. And and I did that because I had never heard her go down this rabbit hole in terms of how she felt about a variety of things. Um, but if we had to categorize it, it would be life, it would be the world in which we live here and now and like it really resonated with me and I felt like you know do I talk about it this week even though we're in the week of Thanksgiving uh you know the holidays and all the ambiance and and everything that goes along with that but I felt like for whatever reason um you know she she felt compelled not compelled that's the wrong word she felt comfortable enough with me to express how she truly felt about things and it really got me because this is an individual who you know I by and large she just wants a happy existence for herself and for her husband and for her children and to see this kind of correspondence from her hammered home a lot of things for me. And I asked her if I could read an excerpt of our conversation on the show, which she graciously gave me the permission to. And um, so what I want to do is, is I want to read part of, of, this, of this correspondence, this this conversation that that we had um this is from a friend of mine um her name is Jennifer Faulkner and um like i said she is a union sister um where i from where i work at and i want to read part of her um her 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 message here <clears throat> I don't want to, I got to kind of pick and choose here because I don't want to go, I don't want to expose too much of, you know, personal feelings or things of that nature. But she, she writes this. I feel like the world is getting crazy right now, as if society is getting worse, more mean and polarizing, more volatile, more angry, more intolerant more divided and it feels like it's getting whipped into a frenzy 
at a frantic pace. How far can a rubber band stretch before it breaks or snaps back? It makes me worry for the future. Like a lot of people, I find myself not wanting to know or pay attention to what is happening in the world right now, to be willfully ignorant of, of issues in order to keep my sanity. But then I feel like if I do, if I do that, or a majority of the people do that, then society will keep getting uglier. Because the, ang the angry haters in the world are loud right now. But I am determined that others will not make me bitter or resentful to others. That my kids will not be raised to, will not be raised to be ugly haters. But there is so much outright disrespect from adults to other adults. How do you teach your kids to be better or do better? Why can't the media and people in official positions set aside personal biases and agendas and speak the truth? Why can't people be genuine and real anymore? I guess greed and corruption are thriving. As guilty as I am of using and mostly enjoying social media, it's probably the single worst thing that's happened to, to society in the last decade. I just feel like it's in the air, this instability or some feeling of unrest. Part of me hates being sensitive and so em empathetic to the mood and tones of others. I think that's why I'm a hermit so, so much of the time. It's exhausting. A lot of this I talked about on Friday night when I, when I did the stage show in Lapeer. A lot of this is the basis of a lot of conversations that I've had in the last year, especially within the last year. And as I read this, and knowing the kind of person that Jennifer is, it really hammered home that, yes, right now our world seemingly is very broken very split, very divided, very dire right now. I get it. I see it. I hear it. And I think that's why I take the approach that it doesn't have to be this way. Mahatma Gandhi once said, be the change that you want to see in this world. I use that quote an awful lot. I live by that quote an awful lot. And I'll be straight up with you. I didn't even know that quote existed until it was brought to my attention a few years back by my friend Joe. And when he told me that, it sparked something in me. Be the change that I want to see in the world. There was a time where I was often ridiculed. I was I was almost condemned because I tried to apply that logic to this craziness that we call society right now. And Jennifer is absolutely right. Social media is arguably the worst thing that's ever happened in the last decade. 
because it gives everybody this platform to just spew out what whatever comes to mind without any with any chance of 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 a rebuttal retort some cases retribution social media can can also be a very valuable very useful tool we can we use it to connect with friends and family that may not be in the area they may live in a different part of the country a different part of the world unfortunately with 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 the platform that social media gives us it uh it is also turned into this sense of entitlement this platform of entitlement that we have this opportunity to share our message our views and our opinions with the entire world in real time i can remember a time where you know if you really wanted to make a difference you you know there was verbal communication there was written you know communication you know old school like sending cards and letters through the mail what a concept it's not like that anymore you can turn on the evening news and just see what kind of volatile situations are are dominating the headlines and subsequently dictating the world around us. Now, there's a lot of good things that are happening in this world. There's a lot of good things that are happening in our communities. The problem is, and I, you know, the, I, again, I, I realize a lot of this is what I talked about at the Pix Theater, but for the benefit of those who weren't there, just please bear with me. It gets incredibly frustrating because there are so many decent people in this world that are really trying to make that difference to improve their, maybe their personal situations or trying to improve their communities. Morale is a very important thing. Morale is one of those things that, you know, it's not, it's not just a cliche. It's not just a word. It's a feeling. It's a movement. And right now, the morale of our country is at an all-time low. It just, it truly is. I feel like that is the case because we have lost our focus on the basic fundamentals of life, the foundation of what makes life so wonderful so precious and a lot of times it takes something catastrophic for us to get back in check why do we have to wait until the bottom falls out why do we have to wait until we are reduced to heartbreak and tears before we do something about it because a lot of times you know as a there's a a strong contingent of our population that unless it affects them one way or or another, they will turn a blind eye to it. They just expect everybody else to do the work. They expect everybody else to fix everybody else's problems. We need to re-shift our focus on what's truly important in life. And I got news for you. 
the most important things in life are not how many likes, comments, or shares that you can get from a post that you put on social media. It's not. The most important things in life, among them, is the kind of impact that we can and often do make on other people, specifically our friends and our family. We can sit uh, we can sit here and scream and shout and piss and moan until the cows come home, but at the end of the day, it's not going to fix anything. And I don't know what the answer is. I don't know what the right answer is. Because I realize that there may be people listening to this who are like, this guy don't get it. The world that he talks about is a generation gone by. It's been thrown to the wayside. This is the way it is. No, it doesn't have to be. Instead of using these tools, these platforms like social media to spread this word of hate and division, controversy, why can't we use it to spread positivity compassion, empathy, love. Why is this why is this not a thing? There are people who try. I see it. I read it. But uh for whatever reason if in, in in this day and age, it feels like if you show any kind of, of compassion or empathy or anything like that, you are viewed as weak. You are viewed as a dreamer. You are viewed as someone that's in the minority. That's the problem. Because oftentimes those who are sharing and spewing the rhetoric of hate and division... They're getting the attention because they're the loudest. Doesn't make them right. Just because you can stand on top of a soapbox and scream your head off doesn't mean that the words that are coming out of your mouth are the right ones. Because by and large, they're not. If you subscribe to a philosophy that creates harm Emotionally, psychologically, physically, you are in the wrong. I refuse to believe that the world has just become one big shade of gray. There is still black and white in this world. There is still right and wrong. Not based on what you think is right or wrong. But the basic foundations of the institution of what is right and what is wrong. If you steal, if you kill, if you create any kind of ill feelings or dire situations towards another human being, that's wrong. It just is. You can justify it until the cows come home. It ain't going to make a damn bit of difference because at the end of the day, it's still wrong. Along those lines, you can also say that 
you know, every with every situation, there are extenuating circumstances. For example, some asshole treats somebody that you care about horribly, terribly. They beat on them. They break them down. Make them feel less than. We, as somebody who cares about that individual, our minds automatically go into defense mode. Like, there's a, there's a switch that flips and all you see is red because you feel like somebody that you love, somebody that you care about is in great danger. And your initial response is, is you want that individual who is, who is creating that kind of environment for somebody that you care about. You want them to feel pain. You want them to spill blood. I get that. I get that wholeheartedly. At the end of the day, you, there's got to be some restoration that those who do bad, those who create harm, some way or another, they're going to get what they got coming to them. I firmly believe in karma. What goes around comes around. It may not happen immediately, but there will be a day where, where karma rears her ugly head on an individual like that and wreaks un, unspeakable havoc on that individual. And it's, and it's everything they've got coming to them. A lot of us, we don't want to wait for the process to play itself out. We want that person to pay for their their crimes, their sins, or at least what we perceive to be, like right now. You have created turmoil and chaos and a dire situation for somebody that I care about. You need to pay. But again, there's a right way and a wrong way. There are there are instances where we have felt that these institutions that were that have been put in place for our protection are corrupt and have failed. Be the change that you want to see in the world. Be that individual that people will rally around because you are a beacon of hope, a beacon of positivity. And along the lines of what Jennifer was talking about and knowing her the way I do, it absolutely broke my heart to read these words that she sent to me. Because she, like many people, are among the good ones in our world, in our lives. Anybody that knows her on any level knows what a sincere and wonderful person that she is. And for her to be in this kind of mindset speaks volumes as to the overall deterioration of our society. To Jennifer and to anybody else that, that is feeling this way, I would say, number one, I understand. I really, really, truly do.
but sometimes, and I realize it's a lot harder to then to just go with the flow to, because that river of negativity that that's flowing, man. It, uh, you know, once mo once momentum starts, it's very difficult to stop. It's kind of like like a freight train, right? Like you can lock up all all the brakes, but it ain't gonna stop on a dime. It takes some at least a mile for a train to stop to halt that momentum because that's a very powerful force moving in one direction at one time. The amount of energy that it creates, you don't just turn that off. It just doesn't stop right now. That does not happen. But nothing says that you can't keep pumping the brakes. There's nothing says that you have to stay on that train waiting for, for it to come to a stop. You can jump off and find a better path to where you want to get to. I firmly believe that. Sometimes it takes another in individual to set the example to be the first to do something that may be out of the box. That may be extraordinary. I uh, sometimes we need to see that one person that's willing to throw caution to the wind and be the be the first one to stand up and say, you know what, enough is enough. I am done with this bullshit. And I am going to be the change that I want to see in the world. Because when someone demonstrates that kind of strength, courage, gumption, others will follow suit. They, you may inspire a movement of some sort. And it doesn't have to be a ground ground shaking one it doesn't have to necessarily literally change the world as a whole but it can make a tremendous difference in somebody else's individual world it can and oftentimes will spark this renewed motivation That it's okay to be considered weak or whatever in, in an effort to improve our world, the overall morale of our world. If we got back to basic fundamentals, if we got back to a solid foundation of right and wrong, I feel like a lot of the negativity that is broadcast, that is reported on, that is clicked on, eventually goes to the wayside. You want to be a negative person? That's cool. That's your prerogative. If that's how you want to spend your one life that you have here, that's on you. I am mad about it, as long as it doesn't affect my life. You start trying to infiltrate my life with, with your barrage of bullshit. That's where I have a problem. Because I'm not going to subscribe to your philosophies. That's not to say I'm not going to listen to your concerns. 
But if I feel like that you're an individual that is only escalating the problem overall, I want no part of that. I don't want any part of that because I'm going to be over here and I'm going to I'm going to do everything I can to be a positive influence on somebody's day. If I see that somebody's having a bad day, I will go out of my way to offer a word of encouragement or something to let them know that there is another individual on this planet that walks out that walks among us. And I know I know this is going to be earth-shattering. I know this is going to be groundbreaking. But I care. I care about another individual. I care about what you're going through. I care about how you feel. And I'm not going to sit here and ridicule you and tear you down because you have a certain feeling one way or the other. By and large, we are entitled to how we feel about things. If things aren't setting right, man, like I wholeheartedly understand how that can be misconstrued. But I also know that amazing things can happen when you have when you have that feeling that someone is on your side, that is in your corner, that does legitimately care. Not for any other reason than to make sure that you are okay or that you feel accepted, or that you feel like you are not alone in whatever challenge you are dealing with. So yeah, Jennifer, the world is crazy. There are parts of this world that are just screwed up. And I don't know if there is ever going to be a way to come back from it. But I also realize that You don't have to change the world as a whole to make a positive impact. I would suggest that to anybody that is feeling similar to the way that Jennifer felt when she relayed that message to me, I would would suggest you need to surround yourselves with the right kind of people. The ones that empower one another, the ones that lift each other up, the ones who are there to be that leaning post, to be the ear to to bend, to be the person that will be there with open arms when you, when all you need is a sincere and heartfelt hug and to be told that you're going to be okay. We're going to run a quick timeout. We'll be back with more of the Klaus of the Heart podcast right after this. Hey, if you're looking for the official merchandise for any of your favorite podcasts under our umbrella of shows, we invite you to check out the Jackal Creations Podcast Network online store that is powered by CafePress.com. On there, you will see a variety of different products from, from shirts and hats, hoodies, all kinds of glassware, mugs, and much, much more featuring your favorite podcast. We invite you to check out cafepress.com forward slash CTTH store. That's cafepress.com forward slash CTTH store, the official online store of the Jackal Creations Podcast Network.
Hey everybody, if you are looking to, to clean up the yard and get it ready for the fall time, I have your solution. I want to tell you about my friends over at A&B Scrap Recycling and Lawn Care. If you have extra metal laying around, any kind of metal that you no longer have any use for, give my friends a call over at A&B Scrap Re Recycling. They will come to your residence or wherever you're at to pick up all of your unwanted metal. They also do full service lawn care as well. So check them out over on Facebook. Just look for A&B Scrap Recycling or give them a call at 810-219-8985. That's 810-219-8985. A&B Scrap Recycling for all of your metal removal and lawn care needs. One more time, that number is 810-219-8985. Welcome back to the Klaus of the Heart podcast here on the Jackal Creations Podcast Network, powered by Anchor.fm. I certainly appreciate you guys t tuning in this week, and I want to spend uh, the next couple of minutes here to really focus on what this week is. Um, this Thursday, of course, Thanksgiving. And, um, you know, again, if you if you did not watch the Close to the Heart live on ON TV show that aired live uh, this past Friday, um, take take an hour. Do me a favor, take an hour, and watch that show before Thursday or before whenever you have your gathering with your friends with your family to celebrate this holiday. Claudel Edwards. Um, my friend Q, as we call him, brought up so many great points that really hammer home and encapsulates this whole aura of this holiday. And he brought up a lot of great points. And um, I really would like you know, I, I I think it would help a lot of people, especially if you are approaching this holiday season with any kind of um, apprehension or anxiety because, you know, the, all the bells and whistles that go along with this thing. Um, it's over on the Klaus of the Heart Facebook page. There is the link there, or you can find it on YouTube. Just look for Orion Neighborhood Television. Um. But in terms of this holiday, let me just say, number one, because um, this is the holiday that we give thanks, right? We um, we take the time to spend with friends, with family, and uh, it's especially over the course of the last year plus and everything that we've had to deal with. For some of you, you may be gathering with your friends and family for the first time in a long time, and... Although the situations as to why you may have been separated from those individuals um, were less than ideal, sometimes dire, sometimes catastrophic, um, it takes something like, like this to bring it all back back around. It really kind of hammers home what's what's truly important in life. I. Um, I found this meme, or actually, I didn't find it. It came across my radar, and I thought, man, this th this is great. This is a great little checklist as to what makes this holiday so important. And I, I realize that there is a narrative out there 
that I will absolutely bypass the whole Thanksgiving thing as I focus on Christmas because everybody knows how big in, into Christmas I am. Um, that is not the case. I enjoy Thanksgiving. I enjoy what the basis of the, of the holiday is all about. This here, this this little checklist, if you will, um, Thanksgiving week to-do list. Count my blessings. Let go of what I can't control. Practice kindness. Listen to my heart. Be thankful for what God has given me. And just breathe. I feel like that really kind of sums up everything. That the holiday that we know as Thanksgiving was built upon. The foundations of it. It's not about Christmas shopping. It's not about talking shit about the Detroit Lions for three and a half hours while you're watching them on TV. It's not about whether or not you burn the green bean casserole. It's not whether or not the turkey exploded when you cut into it because it was a little too dry. None of that matters. What matters is that feeling. What matters is that those individuals you are sharing that experience with. Yeah, you may you may you may go hungry if dinner goes awry, but you know what? You can make the best out of just about any situation, and if nothing else, it creates a pretty damn funny funny story for for years down the road. No, I'll be straight up with you. In the grand scheme of things, as I was younger. I oftentimes did look past Thanksgiving in favor of Christmas. I don't do that so much anymore. And looking back, I wish I had taken more time to really embrace and to celebrate what the holiday was meant for. But as they say, hindsight's always twenty twenty, right? So count your blessings because you have a lot of them. Whether you realize it or not, whether they're at the forefront or not, they're there. Sometimes all you got to do is just look. Look around you. You have a roof over your head. You have food on the table. You have people who care for you, care about you. They celebrate you. Celebrate them. Let them know what they mean to you. Let go of what you can't control. Because we can we can get all wrapped up until the cows come home about uh, you know everything that's going on in the world around us. I just spent oh, like a half an hour talking about it. At the end of the day, there's not a whole lot that we're going to be able to do about every single aspect that brings us dread or anxiety. Sometimes we just got to let it go. Move away from it. Focus on what brings you legitimate joy and happiness. Practice kindness. One of the one of the very things that we have gotten away from as a society as a whole. Practicing kindness is one of those things that it, it, it doesn't cost you anything other than 
a couple of moments of your day to be genuinely kind to another human being, especially if it's a human being that is going through an absolute terrible time that you just don't know about because they don't wear their emotions on their sleeves. Listen to your heart. This is something that I have made a very conscious effort to do in the last several years. And in turn, it has changed the way I go about my life. It has changed the way I feel about things. I realize that if something doesn't feel right in my heart, then I probably shouldn't do it. But on the flip side of that coin, if I feel something very strongly about what's going on in my heart, then that's the route I probably need to be on. Be thankful for what God has given you. Now, if you are not a believer, I understand why this won't resonate, so allow me to reword it for those who may not believe in God. Be thankful for what you have in your life. Anything that brings you joy, happiness, any terms of success. You have a decent job that pays the bills, keeps a roof over your head. You're surrounded by people that love you, that you love. That, does, that by and large, did not happen by accident, I don't think. You need to be thankful for what is good in your life and quit worrying so damn much about what's not going right. And just breathe. Sometimes when things start to get overwhelming, you just have to take a real deep breath. Real deep breath. Close your eyes. Get in every ounce of oxygen into your lungs that you can. And just let it roll. You'd be surprised as to how much better you can start to feel almost immediately. This holiday on Thursday or the weekend or when, wherever, whenever you're celebrating, take a moment. Put, put your electronics down. Get away from the Lions game. And just take a moment. Take a step back. And just look at your life. Look at the people you share it with. The ones that are in your immediate environment. The ones who may not be in your immediate environment, but they hold some sort of significance in your life. And just be thankful for the blessings that you do truly have, that sometimes we we forget that we have when things aren't necessarily filling our sails with wind. We, by and large, it could always be a whole hell of a lot worse. So take a moment and just embrace the blessings that you do have and that you enjoy each and every day, not just this weekend. So with that, I thank you so very much for spending part of your holiday week with me here. I wish you 
all a very happy, very safe, um, a blissful Thanksgiving holiday. For more information on anything under our umbrella, our network of shows, um, head over to Facebook. Look for Klaus to the Heart or our official website, KlausToTheHeart.net. And we will be back here next Tuesday, beginning at midnight, with a brand new episode of the Klaus to the Heart podcast on the Jackal Creations Podcast Network, powered by Anchor.fm.